0: Hello everybody, um, I'm um, back again, I've done that spree this week, I'm doing well, and uh, thought I'd get some rolling through while I'm feeling alright. Um, yeah, it's just, um, I know uh, probably all I'm talking about is where I used to work obviously, but uh, I know this is the time for the famous hoots runs on the uh, wings. Erm um, we used to love the little cat and mouse games with the ooch runs. Um yeah, yeah surprisingly all of the officers on the wing on a wing and we hit the cells trying to find the ooch which are all brilliant for the Christmas parties. Um <laughs> <coughs> I, we uh, some of us used to go in, we'd all the say, Right, officers Christmas party any um any donations, gladly accepted, and then we'd rip the cell, trying to find the hooch. Um, and it was um, yeah, quite a good, uh, good fun, really. The um, worst case scenario is we find hooch in a double cell and we can't prove who it, it is, so we can only confiscate it, which I think is uh, harder on the prisoners than the because we've confiscated it and they can't have it anyway, but uh, none of us were naive enough to realise we'd got it all, because, uh, you know, it's just impossible. You'd be amazed where we used to find it, though. It was uh, even lads, uh, not lads, officers, who had uh, a long experience in looking for each. We, We were surprised where we used to find it. Um, but uh, we never found it all, it was just like, some of it was so well brewed, we, we wouldn't have noticed anyway. I've mentioned before, some of them were so good uh, and we only found some by accident because it was just like water, just a like water, it was brilliant. At other times, you used to be just open the cell and you could smell it and you said say, come on lads, where is it? Uh, and a lot of them would just sit there and go, it's under bed or it's, it's always so. But that was probably planted for us so we'd be happy. And But uh, some of us we just put it outside the cell and went on to the next one. We weren't going to... Because it is <laughs> t- two things. It caused, can cause a lot of earache and bother on the cell and you get some pissed-up fucking prisoners. And also, it's... Prisoners, you can kill them. It's bad shit, man. It's really bad stuff, and it it could fucking put them in hospital. So it's a two-prong, really. Um, we've all had to deal with pissed-up prisoners on a wink, and it's, uh, it's a fucking nightmare. Um, some of it can get horrendous, man. It's just... It's, it, it, but... To me, and again we didn't have many much of it on my wing um, when I was on my wing because it was like proper efficient and uh, even if they made someone, we see more than two or three in a cell, we'd be in there kicking them all out anyway. Uh, but that didn't happen everywhere and uh, we know the the old cons who have been in jail one time they would get in a cell, three or four of them, and get in a cell, shut the door and just get pissed up. And, and there was no bother really, they were just pissed up. Um, It was the uh, fucking idiots, the youngsters, he thought it was funny and they'd get, get pissed up and they'd have a go. they start fighting and we'd have to go and deal with the fighting and it's fucking, that is a nightmare. Um, But yeah, I think... I only came across once. Um, I actually, I, I as I was taught by the old prisoners' officers and the good prison officers. Whenever I was on a wing, I would constantly walk around. Uh, give me shit! What abuse I got? Like what the fuck are you? Why are you walking around? Well, that's my job, mate. Shut up! Why are you hiding from it? And he's trying to try and throw it back at him because that's what I was taught. Um, and I I remember once I think I was working on hospital one, and obviously the officers had not been walking around the wing and doing the chat and just doing what because it probably didn't get taught as much later on in the, in the day, but uh, or whether some officers were just shit bags and couldn't be arsed, I don't know. But um, I was taught to do it properly, so that's what I did. I used to walk around constantly, walking around the wing. Even when I was on golf wing, where I mentioned before, which was like probably the easiest wing I ever worked on, because it was just it was just good prisoners, I suppose. Uh, it's not like that now, because it's not an um, enhanced prison anymore. One of the lads told me, um, you have to lock the doors now. Where back in, when I was on there, no one locked the door. If we went to work, left the door open. And then when I first went on, I'm like, "Shit, what's this?" So because on other wings, when we do a count, we used to make sure all the were locked for obvious reasons. So I went round on golfing the first time locking all doors that were left open. He come out like, "Mark, we don't lock our doors on this wing because we trust each other." So, oh, fair enough. I said, well, "What if stuff gets nicked?" I said, "Well, it, they're like, it won't," and you know it never did. Um, as far as I'm aware, anyway. So anyway, um, so I was walking around this wing on house but one um and I went in this pad and there was well I didn't go in I stood at the door there's about six of them in this fucking pad. So I'm like yeah lads fucking what are you doing get out Uh and I could smell it. I said you fucking brewing out, get out. Fucking lot you get out. Um and I knew it was gonna be hard to prove whose hooch it was, but I did I rep- I went downstairs. Uh, obviously I'm not gonna go in on my own and try and find it because I, even I'm not that fucking daft. Um so I reported it and then I went back to my own house but after after dinner. Um so yeah I'd reported it to the um I can't remember who was the manager at the time. Um and I told him, I said, I think the blue nooch on that pad, whatever it was. Um, so he said, Yeah, we'll go in at dinner time. So I said, Yeah, okay. So I went back then. Uh, as soon as the was over and we were banged up, we locked up, I went back to my own house spot. Um, and about two o'clock, or two, three o'clock, fucking alarm went on this wing. Well, I'd just come off where I'd reported the ouch, um, and pissed out of that No one had gone into the time, no one had found the ouch, no one had fucking done that. And these fucking were all pissed up. But one of them that was pissed up decided it was going to get his revenge on um, someone on the wing. So they ended up scrapping, um, and the pissed up one got a fucking good idea. So... Obviously, the alarm's gone, we've all ran on, and this fucking idiot stuck in the car, pissed out of his head, threatening every officer that goes near him that he's gonna fucking do him in and he don't want anyone to touch him. Well, obviously, he's first of all, he's been injured, and secondly, he's been fighting, so he's gotta be fucking handled, he's gotta be moved. Either his injuries are that bad, he's gotta to go to hospital, or he's gotta get the nurse, has gotta see him, so he's gotta get handled, and uh, I mean, as always, when I was there, I tried to talk to him and he just fucking was threatening shit on me. I'm like, oh, fuck you then. I thought that, I didn't say that. So, um, yeah, he ended up getting um, restrained, taking to the um, health And I said to the manager, I said, I fucking told you he had hooch. Oh, everyone went on the meal break so we didn't get to search yourself. For fuck's sake. So, yeah, uh, someone got hurt, then he, he got threatening officers and all that shit. The person who battered him never got, we never found out who it was. Um, and because this manager couldn't be asked searching him, so we'll what we used to do, he was searching, if everyone went for the dinner, that's it, because we didn't get paid for our meal breaks, so a lot of us stubbornly went on our meal breaks. Um, I did, for a fag, but that's another story. Um, and our manager used to say, right, keep that wing locked down, we've got a report of each, and we go in. And this fucking idiot didn't. He just left it. And it's like, well, just fucking read what you sold me, because that could have ended up in a riot, because you couldn't be asked, uh, or your staff couldn't be asked, or whatever, I don't know. Uh, this is just my opinion, obviously. But um, I know managers I used to work under, we wouldn't have put them without, we'd have locked the wing down and we'd have gone in um, and got the hooch. And then we wouldn't have had the trouble after. Uh, probably couldn't even nick anyone because it, it wouldn't be able to prove as it was, but at least we got it off him. Uh, but that's how it's going lately. I don't know what it's like now because there's a lot of new managers who were good people. Um, but then it's like... Yeah, it, they're just fucking running the wings on a wing and a prayer. Oh, well, hopefully they won't drink it. Or hopefully they No, just fucking get it off them, man. So, uh, yeah, this is what's happening. And there's only that... I can only tell you that story because I, I was involved in that, um, partially, and I did report it, but nothing got done as usual. Um, Not as usual, I mean, that's the wrong thing, because I know I can't imagine... Uh, Janet or Maxine or Neil Fleetwood or people like that just letting it go without doing something because you know, old school managers made they just they went in and that was it. Um, and Charlotte, obviously she'd have gone in on her own time, Um yeah. And and I, what could I have done? I couldn't I i not gonna go in there with six lads and try and get the each off him. Um so yeah, I reported it but shh, nothing got done. I mean I was willing to go in for it, then go and report it, lock the wing up and go and get it, but like, oh we'll do it, didn't Yeah, yeah, of course you will. Um but yeah, it never happened and it and it could have ended up worse. Uh, fortunately, the bully got battered and he ended up down in healthcare, but he didn't no one he didn't I don't know, I think well the rumour was he picked on the so-called little lad on the wing, and the little lad on the wing kicked shit out of him. So, uh, read what you saw there again. you'll pick on the little lad when you're pissed. You're going to get battered. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's my story with you. The rest of the it, stories, it's not. We we got we went in some cells and they kicked off about it, and we had to restrain them. But um, that was my story about lazy ass manager's not fucking going for the huge. i can't remember who the manager was and if i was if i can i won't mention them anyway because it's not it's not fair um but yeah these things happen in the jail uh can't be arse he used to call it um i told you one previously where the manager didn't cover prisoner because it was extra paperwork for him and it was on time and it ended up in a right melee and i got about six people fell on my head um, but as usual, my head's strung. And <coughs> excuse me. Um, but yeah. Um, some managers back in the day were really good, and they really got stuck in with you, and and they like come on the wing and sort stuff out with you. But some were still, um, shall we say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? not very proactive. They'd sit on their arse and tell you what to do and then not come out of the fucking office until it was all over, or they wouldn't make the decision while you were on the wing because they might have to get involved. Um, But, overall, um, I've worked under some fantastic managers um, and 99% of them I couldn't fault uh, ninety-five percent of what I've run through brick walls for, um, um, and others I wouldn't need to because they do it themselves. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, this time of years when the uh, you get, your security manager turning up, and you know what's coming then when the security manager turns up. Um, sometimes you've got um intel and we just go to that one place and lift it. Um because some lads who are in debt or whatever, um are giving the ooch to mind in the selves cells and sometimes then people might drop a letter in the box saying, Listen, I've got a ooch in my cell, but I've been like threatening to keep it so we'd have that intel and we'd go in um and we'd take the prisoners as though you know we'd uh, Got out, but then we transferred him to another wing, uh, for his own safety. So we got that a lot of times where the people who were threatening. I mean, I think I've told you that time when I went and got someone, it was dripping down my leg, and I didn't realize. So I got in my car, and it stunk like a fucking brewery. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a lot of times we got it, and uh, I say I must. I've probably told you before. I found we found one. One bag of ooch once in all my time on my Wing. Uh, but I let the new girl find it so she uh, could uh, tell all her mates that she'd found ooch. <laughs> Little did she know she had to do fucking paperwork. Yeah. And that's thanks to Taz Rafiq. I learnt that off Taz Rafiq. Uh, he did it on one of my mates once during the restraint. Said he had a bad back and he took over and then jumped up and said, right, you'll have to do paperwork now. Uh, so yeah, I didn't do it often, and and I, I can honestly say I did it that time, um, so this girl could. Learn how to do the paperwork for the find, uh. Most times I did it myself, and uh, that's a lie because I did I I did try and pass it on a few times, um, um, yeah so yeah but sometimes we go going for hooch and we find drugs so it was a uh, double, double whammy for us really um, but yeah this time of year it's uh, the cat and mouse for the ooch. <laughs> and if we find anything well I remember once we did it um, and it was on the SRU and we'd done these fucking hooch runs and everything and we didn't find anything this time um, Cause we we used to do I don't know what they do now but we used to do it quite regular, um you know we and sometimes we keep the house locked locked down and do every wing because obviously they could shout across all oh, screws are doing each one from one one wing to the other so sometimes we'd lock it down and do them all, um anyway this one time uh, and I'm not going to mention the officer's name he'll know who it is. Uh, we did all these things from that. Now, K-Ring, as it was the SRU, which is... was like... Uh, oh, well, it was like one for but the cookies there, so it was all a bit loopy on there. Um, so, yeah, it was a, basically the behavioural wing, bad behavioural wing, where a lot of them were fucking daft. Um, and they were always scrapping and kicking off and all kinds of shit. Um, we... Uh, we did this run and uh, We didn't find out which. we'd Probably only done it the day before because we we kept on it in them days, um, and it might be the same now. I'm I'm only talk about when I was a. Uh... Anyway, we uh went. We did K wing. It was we did we did the thing on ten. We come back out and it was uh, the next thing. Um, I think it was Maxine's like right. i on K wing. Like shit. What's up now? And. Uh, one of the officers had lost the fucking radio, are not they? Uh, so we I won't go into the security of being a lost radio, but he'd lost his radio and we couldn't find it. So we are like, fuck. So we had to search every cell on K-Wing and we went through it all. Um, and we couldn't find it. He fucking did it well. We could have like shit. So the next thing was like, I don't know what comes next, because I'd never been in that situation before. So we kept, obviously the wind kept locked down and we're fucking, so we're walking round um, and we're just checking on them because it, it's key, key lowing. So a lot of them were on um, on the book, the, the suicide what the Act, the orange book. So we go round checking them and then we went to this, check this cell and this book is sat there with radio on his hand. So we got it back. <coughs> um, well, the officer got a right fucking bollocking for it, but it, it was, uh, yeah, it was, fuck knows how he lost it, because there it, it was no fighting or nothing, and it, we had good strong clips, so he must have caught it or something, because he was a good lad, he's a good officer, he's still there now, he's a good officer, and, you know, he's not, he wasn't a clumsy fucker, so yeah, he must have caught it on, um, caught it on the wall or something when he was coming out of the cell um but yeah luckily we caught him because we were checking on his act and he had it in his hand fucking idiot uh thankfully he's stupid and they, sometimes he don't fucking realize um and that's the uh, good thing that when you do an act check you don't do it exactly 20 minutes and 20 past 22 and that, you, you mix it up because he probably knew what's out Tried to guess what's are coming around and uh obviously we didn't uh, but, yeah, that was a bit of a panic. Um, but I know yeah, that was the worst thing I think we had. We never had anyone who had the, lost the keys or anything like that. So uh, that was a good thing. Like in 12 years when I was at HMP Dubgate, no-one ever lost the keys or had the keys robbed. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking hell, that would have been it. If you got... Like, Obviously, uh, from what happened in HMP Birmingham, to name but a few, uh, the prisoners managed to get hold of some keys, and that was the end of that. Well, um, it wasn't the end of it, but I think it's well publicized what happened there. And we actually got the ring. One of the ringleaders, at our prison, uh, probably mentioned that before. The one who was in all the press with the riot, the riot helmet on his head. He <laughs> was a good lad, actually. I had a good laugh with him. Um, he was with us when he went to court for fucking months and months over that. Um, when he finished court, we shipped him out, and he was back with him months because no one else wanted him. So we had him back. I mean, eventually we we had to ship him out because he was fucking up to his old tricks again, getting people to put. We had one lad. Uh, he kept my us in the reception. I like, uh, "Oh, has Mysterio come yet?" My has the worst thing prisoners can do, right, is keep marvelling us for stuff in reception because then we get suspicious. Why do you keep marvelling for your fucking stuff? So when it come, we took it to pieces. And, oh, fucking hell, that lad is there was that a lot of his There were phones in there, drugs in there, SIM cards, the fucking what. And he'd give himself away anyway because he kept marvelling for it. And as it come out, this lad from the Birmingham riot had fucking... Got him to get his stereo sent in and send people around with all his stuff in but he kept mithering he keep mithering and mithering, we're gonna we we'll check it anyway and we probably would have caught it. but as soon as it come through the door we had it pre x-ray machine um and know it was like yeah lad he's dead so yeah bell ends mate we just give yourselves away fucking thick um so yeah, I mean, he could have got lucky and said no, and that sack there could have been... He could have got away with it, mate. Because sometimes with that short sack we don't have time for proper X-ray and search stuff. Um, but no, because he kept and he was on the fucking wall for, uh, check this fucking radio, check this stereo. Oh, mm. shit loads in it, man. So, um, yeah, this is what you're working with, mate. I mean. He's, as it happened just now, that um, we've not we, I keep saying we, but I'm not there anymore. We found uh, two of the trustees or orderlies who were to reception. reception were getting a tip about stuff, phones and stuff coming in, and they were getting into the back prop, prop room and fucking lifting them and taking them up to the wing. And one of the orderlies got caught with 18 phones on him, so you know, it's, it's fucking dodgy shit. Um, uh yes I won't go further into that because some of my mates still work there and I don't want uh, people to think bad of him so yeah that happened um, so yeah you've got to be on your toes all the time and god help us if we ever had a bent screw on for reception because the amount of stuff would get through and be unbelievable um, so uh, this is why I was going on I mean I worked in reception twice, and we like three or four years in between, uh, and none of the officers I worked for him, but on both with, sorry, not for, well, <laughs> uh, some people thought I worked for him, but uh, little do they know. Um, there's no corruption in reception, with reception staff, which is how it should be really, because if you like, we're the gatekeepers, we get the prison's in first, and so we have to stop and take his stuff up. Then we get the property first, so we have to check that. So uh, I'm not saying we got it all, we weren't that fucking good. But we uh, we found, we got quite a lot because we were dead on it. Um, and it was a bit of competition, obviously, for who got the most found. But I'm saying um, Andy, got, Andy Winfield probably got the most. Uh, he could. He was brilliant on the x-ray, Andy. I thought I was good to let come against Andy and he left me fucking standing. I found a bit of stuff, but uh, I think I've told you about my first fight, which is fucking you know, it was amazing. Not that I found it, but what the lengths the prisoners had gone to try and get it through. It was fucking wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, Andy was quite Andy. Ha! I didn't even mean that. It just come out. So uh, yeah, it was good, <coughs> good time. It was good. Um, but yeah, the huge one's quite good, quite funny. Um, and you yeah, the look on the prisoner's faces when you find it because they're like looking dead forward to it for Christmas, brewing it all up for Christmas. And it don't matter how long, how often you tell them how dangerous the shit is, and it's not. It didn't care. He just wanted to get pissed. Um. But yeah, uh, apart from that one occasion um, I'd only come across pissed up prisoners that one time um, and yeah and the weird thing is this year it's going to be my first Christmas day off in fucking Yonks because they are used to work Christmas day. Um, one thing well, a couple of reasons. One reason was I, I, I've I got no family to live on my own, so I'd rather work and let someone with the family have it um, off. And secondly, I get a free Christmas dinner. I don't have to cook, so yeah, good idea. Um, oh, the shifts, man. I remember when the first first Christmas I worked in comms, we did eight hours, eight-hour shift, fucking good as gold. Um, so... I used to do the late one so people could if people were on the early was get home for Christmas dinner. Uh, and that was good. And then the next year it was fucking full twelve hours. So we just two of us on for twelve hours. It's like fucking hell man, it was an horrendous. Um so then, then when I was a PCO it was the same, we get eight hours, three, eight hour shifts. Um and then the shorter we come start the longer the shifts come. Um and I think yeah, I think the last Christmas I did, I did a full 12-hour shift again. Um, I think you did it in comps. No, I didn't. I did it on the house um, But, yeah, so it'll be a bit weird for me this year having Christmas Day off. So I don't know what. Unless um, the fucking DBS have not come through yet for the Samaritans. If that comes through, I'll probably be working Christmas Day. Because um, it'll be a bit shitty on me own. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Christmas Day. Oh, fucking hell. I've just thought of that. That'll be weird. Um. So, um. yeah. So, yeah, we've, I think I've never... I remember once, uh, Christmas Day, I was working. I was on my, on my own wing. That was back back when I was on my wing. And um, it was all going all right. And uh, playing the bingo and all that crap. We had a good Christmas dinner and stuff like that and um, they've come out of the wing and they're all there like, oh, fucking hell. Um, they, one time, it, we used to have a pool competition, so it'd be like a round robin and then a knockout and then it ended up like the final being on Christmas Day. So these lads are up playing the pool and it's fucking almighty, started shouting and the oh, fucking hell. They were all arguing over this game of pool, and I'm like, for fuck's sake. So we went up, and we're like, what the fuck's going on here? And they were proper, like, nearly fighting over this pool game. It's like, Jesus, lad, it's Christmas Day. a fucking game of pool. What's up with you? I mean, I think the prize was a tenner or something like that, but in prison, that's a fucking lot of money. Uh, so we just fucking collected the balls and said, fuck you, if you're going to argue, you're not having it. Suck it off of Um and then this other the summer tack, a couple of years later. It was on, and it was all good because Mike Wing was really good. Because a lot of him, the drug addicts, and that he never had time. They'd always be on the doing some at Christmas where he was off the tips, And we used to make it quite good, as I said before. I, Mike Wing was always like the best Christmas decorations and all kind. they really put hard work into it. So it was all there. and all having a good time, and uh, well, a good time as you can in prison. Um, and I come out of the office and I, of course, I, was, I was walking up the wing, talking, chatting to the prisoners around, around the tables and stuff and I just smelt this cannabis and I'm like, for fuck's sake. Now, I'm not naive and I know cannabis is in the jail and if you've got cannabis in the jail, mate, wait till fucking eight o'clock when we are all gone home and the night staff have done the checks. Simple and, but this fucking idiot, because he was in the far-end cell, um, right at the bottom at the other end of the wing, thought he could get away with it. But uh, because we've worked the detox wing, we could fucking... We're like... Like we can drug dogs, we could... Sp- I could smell it from one end of the wing to the other. So he goes up to this cell and it's fucking inking... St- inking? Stinking of cannabis. So... Like, right... So I got, I locked his door, locked him in, uh, so no one else could go in and say, oh, it weren't mine, it fucking obviously is. Uh, got the manager, Jeff, uh, and what we usually do, take him down to reception, strip search him, uh, then we leave him in the, the, the thing in reception, in the cell, well we go and fucking trash the cell looking for cannabis. But it was Christmas day, so reception was shut. So, we had to take him back to the wing. So, erm, um, yeah, kept him locked up. And all the other prisoners are like, fuck you all, Mark, it's Christmas day. They I, I don't give a fuck, mate. I said a wing. He's taking the fucking piss. I said, you all know the reel If you've got that shit, smoke it when we've gone home. Don't do it on the wing. It's, it's like you're rubbing it in my face. So fuck off, I don't care. So anyway, erm, um, he was locked up that day, and we couldn't rip his cell apart. Cause, well, we could have, but that was our Christmas spirit. So I said that to lads. Well, not ripped his cell to fucking shred. So there you go. So, um, but they soon got over it. They just got on with this shit. Um, um and then t- t- two days later, he got shipped out owing oh, fucking them lot loads of money. I said, I lose a dickhead now. Oh fucking hell, yeah! So yeah, it's sometimes they they don't like what you're doing, but then sometimes they uh, re- realize why you've done it. So uh yeah, moral of the story is keep your fucking nose out. Do what I want, <laughs> no kidding. Um. So yeah, so yeah, but mainly, um, Christmas Day was quite um a chilled day in the prison but I know what, last Christmas was it All the, yeah last Christmas my mate got stabbed on the wing on Christmas again pissed up prisoners and the the annoying the foot well it's not funny but my mate never used to work Christmas and he did this year um, but he'd been off a couple of days before so the staff hadn't obviously done the fucking it's on properly because this cunt was pissed up um and it's funny because well it's not funny that he got attacked. It's funny that this prisoner was quite a good prisoner normally. But <coughs> no trouble with him. He was he was a wing wing worker. Good luck. Got a bit of ouch in him. went fucking nuts. Ended up scrapping with my mate. But with my mate you don't fucking win. Um, but the point is, it was the fucking ouch. Each, it's like out here when people have a drink and they turn a bit nuts. Uh, so, uh, fucking, it's crazy. Uh, but the the mega brewing starts like end of November, beginning of December, so they can get it all brewed ready, and so that's when the each wars start. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's quite, it's interesting, and it keeps you busy. Uh, but uh, touch wood, everyone's safe this year. Uh, And there's no fucking bother with it because it's fucking horrible shit. And uh, I don't get... I I don't understand that. uh, I get it. Do you like a bit of a drink at Christmas? Don't fucking... Not that shit. Fucking please, God, no. So, uh, yeah, Uh, that's the the Oochie stories. Uh, I'm sorry I've not got that many because... i only, I I'm not I don't steal other people's lives and they'll only tell what I know. Um so I I could tell you stories I've got off other officers but that's their story, not mine. Um. so yeah, I'm hoping uh, I can get a few of my mates who are not in the service anymore and we can do a joint uh podcast where they can tell their stories then and I can just uh laugh when they hear them or remember them. Um, so, yeah, I've had uh, a couple of offers off lads who have left. Uh, one's a copper now at Greater Manchester Police, um, and one works at a hostel for released prisoners. So, and anyone else who listens to this who wants to join me and have a chat about the old days, and we can do it, either we can come to our mind and do it, or we can do it over Zoom, I'm not asked. But um, you all have to sort out how we can. Save it and send it out because I ain't got a fucking clip. I'm doing it. Do you know, all these people I see on, on podcasts, you've got these fucking microphones and all this shit. Do you know, I've just got my tablet in front of me and I'm talking shit in it. Is that not. Why would I spend all that money? Um, yeah, now I'm going to have a little moan because I know all my uh, friends like me when I go off I'm on one. But again, I'm fucking sick of going on. I don't do it anymore now because, well, I do. Just fucking so get mad and talk about it. <laughs> these people who are violent fucking armed robbers, drug dealers, the are fucking. Uh, another one on today, oh yeah, I was doing all these drugs from Spain and bringing it in the blah, blah, Then I got caught and I got 10 years. You got caught, mate. Why are you bragging about it? You got caught because you're the dickhead. So why are you bragging about it? But people fucking are lapping it up. Dickheads. You're all know, dickheads, you got these big fucking crimes and you go talking about it. So first of all, I've got people are talking about stuff they did. Why aren't they getting arrested? You know, oh yeah, I stabbed someone up in prison and I fucking why aren't they being arrested by the police? they admitting it on recording. <laughs> And they're going on YouTube, and they're fucking saying, yeah, yeah, we stabbed this lad, yeah, you know, we kicked shit out of this lad. We fucking taxed him and battered him. Fucking get him arrested then. Fuck me. no, But no, no, they're out now, talking about it like they're the big bastards. Were you fucking cowards. Because you never went one-on-one and battered someone, did you? Uh, or you battered someone little, you fucking nom- knobhead. Why aren't they getting arrested? Why aren't they getting done? People say, oh, I got caught for this, but I got away with that. Well, you just admitted you did something else. Fucking get arrested. Get, Oh, God. And, and that bent bastard Lee Davis still fucking on, bragging about how corrupt he was. Fucking knob. Um, anyway, people stop listening to that shit. It's a look half of it's bullshit. Half of the stuff they said, I mean, fucking hell. I've, I've gone on it before, haven't I, where they got these things saying, oh, we used to rule the prison. No, you didn't. Well, I'm five foot five, all right, five foot four and a half, and you big, dummy fucking idiots are on a wing, and I go through that gate and say, fucking bang up. Oh, what do you do? Bang up? You, you do as you told me. You don't rule the fucking prison. You might rule your little bit where you're bullying people and you're fucking passing your drugs, but you don't rule the fucking jail. Officers rule the jail. You bang up and we tell you to bang up. And if you don't, we'll ignore you and then we'll put you behind your fucking door. That's who rules the jail. Officers. wing officers and house block managers run the fucking jail. Like in reception, we run reception with our managers. You don't fucking run it. You do as you're told. Um, and if you don't, we'll leave you and then we'll get about... Because three of us will take you down and if that three can't, the next three come and the next three and we'll get you behind your door. So you don't rule the jail and then we'll keep you locked up for a week because we can, because we rule the prison. So that's it. That's my little rage and my little stories about each. So I will leave you and uh, good night everybody. Before I think of something else to start raging about that. <laughs> but, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> so yeah, please. All prison staff, please stay safe, look after each other and take care of yourselves. And any issues, fucking talk about it, don't bottle it up. Uh, Most of you got my email or I'm on Facebook. Give a shout and you can shout and bawl at me if you want. Um, So yeah, take care everyone, stay safe, bye bye.